Hello everyone. The light and peace of Christ be with you. I wonder how has your week been? Is there anything to give God thanks for? I do hope that you will be able to recall some of the blessings the Lord will have bestowed on you this week. So our reading today is Matthew chapter 17 verses 1 to 13. Jesus is transfigured on the mountain. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered them and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The disciples asked him, why then do the teachers of the law say that Elijah must come first? Jesus replied, To be sure, Elijah comes and will restore all things. But I tell you, Elijah has already come, and they did not recognise him, but have done to him everything they wished. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he was talking to them, about John the Baptist. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, today's reflection um, by Pete is, Pete Wheeler, is entitled The Descent. And he says, in 1982, an American man, Larry Walters, attached some helium balloons to a garden chair and took off into the air, only to discover he couldn't get down as he'd hoped. Passing passenger aircraft spotted him as he drifted into federal airspace at 16,000 feet. He eventually came down unharmed, but landed on power cables, causing a blackout for miles around. Like Larry's ambition to stay in the air, Peter tries to preserve and memorialise this glorious moment of ascent by building a tent on the mountain. But the gravity and reality of the Messiah's plan is one of descent, to tabernacle among us, revealing his radiant glory. Indeed, mountains in scripture always demonstrate a downward descending movement of God's grace and activity 
flowing down the slopes and outward into all creation. Later, Peter recognises this moment as a call for Jesus' followers to be a prophetic voice in this world. 2 Peter chapter 1 So when you encounter God on the mountain, there is only one way to go. Back down and out into the world, reflecting his glory as you go. It's a scary prospect to descend. We fear a power blackout. So where are your eyes focused? In the valley of the shadow, what distracts you? Perhaps you begin to compare yourself to others. Perhaps past memories hold you back. If you're in the valley and need a fresh revelation of the Messiah, then lift your head. Look back up the mountain and focus your eyes solely upon Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. He is worthy. He is sufficient. His grace is enough. Amen. Well, for further thought, Pete says, do you need encouragement? Then read the second letter of Peter, chapter 1, to hear Peter remember this mountain moment and then use it to encourage others in their discipleship journey. Let us pray. Lord Messiah, help us to keep our eyes fixed on your radiant glory. Walk with us today in the valley by the power and presence of your Holy Spirit. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In our parish prayers today, we pray for Her Majesty the Queen and the Royal Family. We ask, Lord, that they might always be guided by you in all things, that they might always look to the Creator in all the decisions that they make. We ask that you guard and protect our Queen, who has served this country faithfully for many, many years. We pray that she might always know your presence with her. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We also pray for those who live and work in Eagles Cliff, East Parade, East View, Edith's View, Edward Street, Edgerton Street, Elm Avenue and Elm Place. Lord, we ask that as those who might feel that they are in the valley, we pray that they would not feel that they are alone, but sense your presence with them. And for us who know the radiance of your light in our lives, may we share 
that light with others. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We say together, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. So as we go today, let us remember Pete's words. Jesus, he is worthy, he is sufficient, and his grace is enough. Eternal God, our beginning and our end, accompany us on this day's journey. Dawn on our darkness, open our eyes to praise you for your creation and to see the work you set before us today. Take us and use us to bring to others the new life you give in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. May the Lord truly walk with each of us this day. May we continue to know his presence with us and may he fill us with uh, his joy, that joy and peace that the world can't understand. But even though we are in the midst of turmoil, that joy and peace stays within. So may the Lord be with you. We say the grace, the grace of the Lord, the grace of, oh, do you know, it's gone. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you evermore. Amen. Amen. See you in a moment there, everyone. So have a lovely day and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye for now.